How do you run a flexible virtual law practice without spending all of your time on social media? This is a topic that I am very passionate about, and I hope you'll join me while we dive into today's episode to explore and answer this big question. Are you a lawyer who desires more freedom and flexibility in your work life? To be more available for your family, stop deferring those bucket list travel destinations until retirement, take care of yourself physically and mentally, or even just have more time for your other passions and priorities. What would it mean for your life if you could continue to practice law without sacrificing in any of these areas or sacrificing your income? I'm Kaylee Jacome, host of the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast. I run a six-figure virtual law practice working less than 25 hours a week. I'm a mom of two little ones and started my practice so I wouldn't have to choose between my vision of motherhood and my legal career. Your dreams and priorities may be different, but if you're curious about how to create a practice that is designed around your most important priorities in life, rather than always having to fit your life around your career, then you're in the right place. You, my friend, are more than just a lawyer, and you can lawyer on your own terms. Welcome to the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to Lawyer on Your Terms. Today, we are tackling a very important topic. If you wish to build and grow a flexible virtual law practice, you need to be very intentional with your relationship with social media. If you want to work 25 hours or less a week and still earn a full-time income, you need to harness the power of social media, but also be careful to limit the amount of time you spend on it, or it can naturally eat into a lot of those 25 hours really quickly. Now, before I share my tips for achieving this, I want to reinforce some of the other reasons why I don't personally like to spend all of my time on social media, and I don't think that you should either. Spoiler alert, the first two reasons that I'll talk about really have to do with why I don't think that social media is very good for us. So the first is the dopamine effects of social media. When you engage on social when you engage on social media, the dopamine receptors of your brain are activated, which are involved in the reward circuitry of our brain. So you get that dopamine hit from the Facebook comment saying your kid's Halloween costume is the cutest thing in the world. Your brain likes that feeling and it keeps coming back for more. As Harvard Medical School research technician Trevor Haynes put it, social media platforms leverage the same neural circuitry used by slot machines and cocaine to keep us using their products. Now, when you enter into the world of marketing for your business online, I think it's very easy for us to not only experience this in a heightened way, but also rationalize our need to spend time on social media as we build our businesses. When you are engaging with social media on a very frequent basis, your brain's dopamine expectations, if you will, become heightened and you aren't receiving. And if you aren't receiving those dopamine hits, either because people are not engaging with your posts or because you have a period of time offline when you're not engaging, researchers have found that people are more likely to experience depression because their heightened dopamine requirements are being met. The second reason that I think that social media is not very good for us, and I don't think we should spend all of our time on it, is that it's not typically enriching to the mind or soul. I'm sure there's a component of dopamine highs and lows that go on 
and have to do with the next scenario I want to talk about. But rather than focusing on a scientific perspective, I just want to talk about my personal experience and what I believe is a common experience. So imagine this situation for me, drawing from your past experiences. Let's say it's 7.30 p.m. You find yourself sitting on the couch, scrolling Instagram or TikTok, choose your poison, and about 20 minutes into this, you have a vague awareness that you'd like to get off and do something of consequence, like clean up your kitchen, wash off your makeup, or pack lunch for tomorrow. If you're ready to build and grow a flexible virtual law practice, whether you're going solo for the first time or you have an existing practice, but would like to be able to work less without sacrificing your income, our signature program, The Accelerator, is for you. The Accelerator is a six-month private, done-with-you mentorship program to provide you with the exact steps, strategies, and support that you need to build, launch, and grow a flexible virtual law practice. There's honestly nothing else in the marketplace like The Accelerator, and we take a holistic approach to building a flexible law firm around the most important priorities in your life. Our unique combination of training materials, templates, and private mentoring will fast-track your transformation from burnout and missing out to a lawyer who looks forward to Monday mornings. By the end of the program, you will not only have all the information and tools you need to launch your flexible virtual firm, but we will have built out many of the back-end components of your firm together. You'll have a clear, personalized, and actionable business plan to operate and grow your practice with the confidence and support to do it. And last but certainly not least, you'll join a network of like-minded attorneys to grow with. Enrollment for the Accelerator is open now at lawyeronyourterms.com slash accelerator. But another 45-second video of nonsense captures your attention, and before you know it, it's 8.15 p.m. You put the phone down, and then you feel... Do you feel inspired, refreshed, fulfilled, edified, productive, happy? Personally speaking, that's almost never what I feel when I find myself sucked into social media for any length of time. I typically feel like I just lit 45 minutes of my life on fire that I'll never get back and feel the opposite of inspired and refreshed. I find it, frankly, to be a bit soul-sucking, so much so that I personally have never really struggled with a social media addiction because I don't like how it makes me feel enough so that I'm really not on it much. So those are some of the reasons that I don't think social media is very good for us to spend great lengths of time on. But even when it comes to your business, there are strategic reasons why you really shouldn't be spending all of your time trying to market your services on social media. Because, and this brings me to point three, it's not the best ROI. Now, this is a generalized statement. There are some people and lawyers, even a few that have come through our Accelerator program, who are absolutely killing it on social media. However, for most people using social media in a way that depends on the algorithm to generate organic leads, which means leads that did not come from pad that did not come from paid ads, will take a lot of time and dedication and will not render the greatest return on your time investment. So now that I have completely trashed social media, 
let me maybe surprise you by saying, while I don't spend a lot of time on social media, I built my entire business on it. So let me just reconcile this seemingly contradicting statement. I built my business by building relationships with people I met through social media, but I've never spent a lot of time scrolling, posting, or commenting on social media. With that said, I do think that social media should have a place in your strategic marketing plan. Depending on what platforms you choose to focus on, and I would focus on one or two at the most at first, you do need to have a fresh and active presence there on those channels. And I analogize this to having a manicured lawn, which, funny side note, at the time of this recording, my husband is on a work trip to D.C. all week, and our lawnmower broke the week before he left and had to be brought into the shop to be repaired. Plus, we've had days now of nonstop rain. So it's a good thing we live in a semi-rural area, and I can pretend, you know, this is totally on purpose. We're just turning the yard into a goat pasture over here. So he better mow this weekend, but I digress. You want your social media pages to be like a well-manicured lawn because people who hear about you from another client or a referral partner of yours, or maybe they listen to a podcast interview that you did or a training you conducted, they are probably going to come to your social media account and you want your page to communicate that not only are you alive and open for business, but that you are an expert in your field of law. Now, how do you accomplish that without spending all of your time on social media? My first tip would be to outsource this as soon as you can. In the last episode, I told the story of how when I started my business, my daughter was very young and I was doing my social media myself initially at first. And I found that I was spending so much time on it that it would really leave me feeling drained and guilty for not being present with her. I had a pretty limited work schedule at the time by design because she was only in daycare for a few days a week at that time. And the time I was with her, I certainly didn't want to be on social media trying to market my business. And when I was working, I needed to do, be doing client work and not just spend all of my time marketing. So naturally, what I did was I let it fall to the bottom of my to-do list. I would focus on other things like client work, other things that needed to be done in my business, and I would just let social media fall to the bottom. And eventually, it became something that felt like a burden. It felt like something that I really should be doing but wasn't. And in the third month of my business, I decided to outsource that to a virtual assistant. And it was the best decision that I made for my business and for myself personally. Now, you might have budgetary concerns about doing that or even worry that someone else is not going to be able to communicate as well as you or communicate the law as accurately as you would. Well, whether you are doing social media yourself or you're outsourcing, I recommend that you make your posts on social media derivative of some form of long form content. So that could be a blog post or a podcast or a video. At first, it will probably be a blog for most people because that's really one of the easiest forms of long form content to create. And 
This is something that you could do weekly or bi-weekly and then take snippets of that blog to repurpose as social media posts. Now that is kind of level one social media. You have your well-manicured lawn. Level two, if we want to call it that, where you're really spending time engaging a lot and posting on stories and filming reels or TikToks and the whole nine yards, that is something that you need to be highly strategic about. And I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be your top priority. Your top priority is to produce the highest impact for your time. And at the top of that list is building strategic relationships with potential referral partners. This does not need to be complicated. And ultimately, your goal should be to remove yourself from marketing activities as much as you can while maintaining your position as the face of your business, ultimately being responsible for the direction and the voice of your content as well. Soon we'll be talking about how to build strategic relationships to generate referrals in your business. But for now, I just want to encourage you that building a flexible virtual law firm definitely does not mean that you need to spend all of your time on social media. And in fact, you cannot run a flexible practice if you do spend all of your time on social media. And of course, as you now know, my very strong opinion that social media is not something that typically will inspire or encourage us in large doses. I think it's better for us personally, professionally, and our families and our businesses if we are not spending all of our time on social media. So that's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me and really help us to grow. If you would go to the app where you're listening to this podcast and leave us a review. Or if you know a lawyer who you think would enjoy this podcast, please take a screenshot of your favorite episode and send it to them or tag them in a post. That's it for today, and I will talk to you next week. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me and really help us grow if you would take a moment to go to your podcast app where you listen and leave us a review. If you know a lawyer who you think would enjoy this podcast, please take a screenshot of your favorite episode and send it to them or tag them in a post. And before we leave, I just want to remind you that you are more than just a lawyer and you can lawyer on your own terms. I'll see you next week.